Good evening. You are listening to Three Moves Ahead. I am Len. I am your host for this week. And we are joined by our good friend, John Bolding. Good week, everyone. Uh, we also have today from RPS, Sin Vega. Hello. And from the Well, There's Your Problem podcast, Justin Rosniak, a.k.a. Do Not Eat. Howdy doody. And we are here to talk about the release of Cities Skylines 2 from Paradox and Colossal Order, the uh, sequel to a game I have put hundreds and hundreds of hours into. Um, And uh, (laughs) if you haven't seen my review yet, I have mixed feelings about the sequel. Um, But... We'll go ahead and start. Uh, Justin, do you want to give us the rundown on what what is City Skylines 2? So, well, City Skylines 2 is the sequel to City Skylines 1, which is just City Skylines. There's no number there. Um, it, you know, it is the it is the new big, I would say, general purpose city builder uh, game, you know, where you just build a city. There's no like weird theme or something where it's like, I don't know, it's on Mars or it's made of beavers or something. Um, you know, it sounds like a joke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the, uh, but yeah, so it's just the general city builder game where, you know, you work with zoning, you work with municipal policies, you have to deal with traffic and public transportation and garbage pickup. And well, we'll talk about garbage pickup, but, uh, and, um, uh, you know, fire police services stuff like that you know it's 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 just you build a regular city and this is in the tradition of games like sim city and um well really sim city uh Mm. i don't think anyone else did like a major city builder other than that uh but uh yeah it's uh it's big it's bad uh it's 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 the I, I mean, big and bad in, in sort of the, the 80s sense, you know. Okay, uh, I was wondering. Yeah, the, where, where, yeah where bad, bad is good. Um, it's uh, But it's it has some problems, and the re- release has been, I would say, a little rocky. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of problems that were not addressed in the uh, original release. I guess we'll talk about some of those today. Um. Yeah, um... Sin, you also reviewed this for RPS, but of course, since RPS doesn't do review scores, oh, no. um, I'm curious, well, like, if you had to distill your impressions so far of City Skylines 2, where where are you sitting with it right now? Well, I've been, I, I reviewed it last week, and um, I've still been playing it on and off, which I think speaks to its favor, because I, I often don't, you know, especially for a big quite time consuming like a game like that you might think oh i'll play it later and not get around to it or you might just think i'm done with that not interested but i've been curious enough to tinker with it and experiment with it but um overall it feels like an improvement on the original but um there's a lot of caveats to that in that a i didn't particularly like the original and it just didn't really grab me b i only played the i basically only played the base game and later tinkered with some of the DLC. And two is kind of like, basically the, the stuff that's in there is the, everything that was in one, well, more or less everything, and maybe like about two pieces of DLC in there. And there's some new 
things in there that for whatever reason have grabbed me. And I think a lot of it is because there's there's a bit more um down ground level simulation going on of logistics and such. But also I don't know, I don't feel like there's enough there to really make it ex- to really be like feel like um why did this why is this a full sequel? You know, what what are you getting if you've got the original and you've bought, you know, two or three, maybe even the full set of DLC for five thousand pounds? <laughs> what are you getting with the sequel other than general kind of stuff that is a bit better, a few things that are a bit more interesting, but you're also losing all that di- most of that DLC stuff. And as I'm sure we'll discuss at some point, a lot of people are having a lot of technical problems with it as well, which I was lucky enough to avoid. But yeah, um, I'm kind of lukewarm on it and I feel like it should have been better for what it is. Now, John, I feel like you've kept your cards very close to the chest here um, because we've been talking about in the in the three MA discord, we've been talking about this game for a while and you've chimed in a couple times to be like, uh, I think you're I think you guys are being too mean about this game or something like this. But I really want to know from the heart, what does John Balding feel about City Skylines 2? Um, the things in City Skylines 2 that work are really cool and as someone who didn't spend a significant amount of time with expansions after the release of the original city skylines the improvements to things like baseline tools and just like building a road building a road is probably the best road building there's ever been in a city builder right just baseline this is nice and fun unfortunately there are several things in this video game which are just fucking busted. Just they just don't work. There's just things that don't and not in like a not in like a oh look that's it's kind of buggy, isn't it? Way in like a that just don't that that dog ain't gonna hunt. <laughs> it just uh, it just doesn't like, shoot. There's Don't. just there's garbage pickup, like a fundamental, like the thing that yeah. the first hurdle everyone jumped playing the original city skylines, right? Is like, can we get the trash to somewhere that's not everyone's houses? That just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't think it exists at all. I don't think it works. So there's a trick to make that work, which is you have to build a landfill. And then when it fills up, you just demolish it and rebuild yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because because the oh, incinerators okay. seem to not work. Um, okay, all but, right. But you can you can do this one weird trick to vaporize all the garbage. Uh, <laughs> well, here is the bulldozer tool. Here's the thing: is I have a city with forty two thousand people that has no waste processing, and it just occurred to me at some point, like, wait, why isn't there garbage everywhere? <laughs> and like, there's outside connections where, like, okay, yeah, if you don't have a fire station. They can send a fire engine down the interstate to come put out a fire. So I don't know if like all of my garbage is being shipped out of the city to like a, an a- adjacent county that is just a giant landfill or what. But yeah, it, I have never once seen the little icon above a building that is like garbage is piling up. I don't I, I, I agree with John. I don't think it exists. I have, I have that, that icon. I have that on all my oh. buildings. Okay. <laughs> okay then i don't know what the deal is with my city then because yeah it's never been an issue did they um, i 
Sorry, Maybe they ahead. are exporting it. I they, they can export and import things. There's mm. an icon for garbage to export. You can export yeah. your sewage, which I find extremely comedic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Sam? Like my poo. But no, but you talk about things that aren't working. I think... I, I almost don't want to say this because they might fix it, but I have yet to build a single police station, and it's great. The people, there's a minus 15, like, oh, crime's really high, crime's really high. But when I look, there's a 94% chance of crime, and there are, like, 12 criminals. <laughs> and sometimes, at, some, well, at one occasion, I had, this is quite early on, a town of about 15,000 or so, uh, 91% chance of crime. I think it was, like, 10 criminals. And the crime success rate was only 50%. Now, I feel like if there are like 15 guys out of, there's maybe one in a thousand, <laughs> and it's still 50 50 that they're going to get you, I say let them get on with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it just keeps the like, town spicy, you know? That's just, that's the vibe here. I have noticed that like, thing works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you bring a single cop in, down. they're going to do more crimes than that, like just fucking around on the beat. So. <laughs> I think the system works, and the minus fifteen <laughs> happiness is like it's fine. We save that money on police station, and we we just give them free water and electricity, and they're like, oh, the parks are really nice, and the internet's really good. And I mean, I might get stabbed, but what are you going to do? You know, it's better to stay inside. And you've got good internet, you've got good post, got free water, electricity. Why go anywhere? It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think all the criminals are like statistical outliers. I think there's like a so this game has a really 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 I think they're really in-depth like life path system for the little citizens that do stuff yeah. that I uh we can talk about it later but I'm not sure that more than half of players will ever interact with or notice it's there but mm. the like I, I think there's a switch that flips and someone like becomes a criminal and starts <laughs> doing the crimes yeah <laughs> rather than like crimes being as they are in the real world where they're crimes of opportunity like people well, are like i could steal that car so they steal it's the car supposed right? to be yeah. it's supposed to be based on their well-being like they're more likely to become a criminal the lower their well-being is right so if your city yeah. well-being is really high if you're taking care of everything and there's like no yeah. pollution and there's jobs for everyone and everything's going pretty well only the like only the like tiny percentage of people will become criminals only, and then the, do crimes all the time. Only the true auteurs are going to go for it. Yeah. You know? the, yeah. the ones who just, they're, they're drawn to it. It's, it's not even, it's not malice. It's just, no, it's someone has to break these laws on principle. You know, it's got to be done. <laughs> yeah. Why are we bothering writing them down if no one's going to break them? Right. I've, right? Yeah. I've had kind of the opposite problem where I, I mean, I put in one police station in my entire city and my crime probability went down to like 2%, but Chirper, which seems to be completely oh. disconnected from reality, which is maybe, Quite you know, they just want to simulate what Twitter is like in 2023. Yeah, it's just funny. constantly, they're constantly complaining about noise pollution, which there yeah. is none unless you're taking a walk down to the power plant. And they're always talking about the crime rate. Yep. Which like maybe Constantly this talking about crime, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is just it's like awesome. overly, yeah, overly so realistic funny. white people simulator, but <laughs> yeah. like yeah. it's just it's, that's, it's that's what next, made me laugh. My when, next I had, door. when I saw like four hundred people <laughs> in favor with the, the, the chirp saying, "Oh, yeah. 
don't feel safe to walk down the street. It's like, there's one criminal. There's one guy. <laughs> the he'll, one. Be, he'll be no, asleep they, at some point. Like Stewart, just go out when he's at home. <laughs> no, they, it's, right. they saw some black people riding their bikes and were like, man, this neighborhood's really gone to shit. That's <laughs> it, really, it really does feel that way. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like Stuart is essentially Ebenezer Scrooge. He steps outside and all the town's focusing on what a piece of shit he is. I'm like, good, good yeah. for him. My good favorite for him. one. But I want is, to have that uh, kind of impact on my community. You know, I step outside and everyone's scared to leave their house, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> fucking shippy. That's right." My my favorite chirper tweet is probably um uh if you take out a loan but the city's making money, people start complaining about why don't you immediately pay back the full loan. <laughs> And I'm like, I do love how engaged the citizens take, are with the city. Take like one econ class, just one. I'm begging you. I reckon Chirper is just it's run exclusively by people in your office who hate you. Yes. I, I just it's, kind of love it. Like I can't Chirper in the first game is all it's always been kind of a joke. Oh, I found like it really they've, annoying because it's they've always hard. been sort of trolling their community who fucking hate it. Like everyone mm. fucking hates Chirper. <laughs> yeah. But I can't I can't figure out if it's broken or if they've finally gone too far with the joke. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, they'll they'll also complain about the abysmal state of healthcare, even if you have constantly, com- yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. green. Yeah. Like every road is it's bright so green. I have I have made sure we have universal healthcare availability. It's not your fault. Your mom got cancer, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe they're healthy. Well, functionally, they they all want to be immortal, right? That's what it is. Someone died. That's terrible. And it's like, no no one's explained to them that humans die. Like, it doesn't matter how much funding you put into the fucking clinic. You're going to die, bitch. Oh, my God. And the best part of it is that they. They'll just be walking down the street and they'll complain about healthcare, right? Like I like to when I see uh-huh. these complaints, I like to pause it and find the person <laughs> yeah. and see what they're doing. I'm they're just, just the park, like the park with their dog. What happens if you like about- coming home from work and they're just like <laughs> fucking healthcare is terrible in this city, that's what, right? That's what and they then miss. Meanwhile, on the highway, there is a five car pileup and twenty <laughs> people are dead, which is a thing that this game simulates. Like you go to a traffic uh, accident and there will be three corpses on the ground. And you're on it'll be like deceased waiting well, for ambulance, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Well, and they're all they're all they all just kind of look like action figures that just got knocked over, like they're just <laughs> yes. perfectly rigid arms down pose. I yeah. kind of love that actually. <laughs> don't never change. Don't change that. That's good. No, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, um no, I do appreciate that because I found Chirper in the first game, which is he was very. It was right center of the screen, and you couldn't. In this, yeah. is right down in the corner, it's easy to ignore. And you can. There's an option to switch, like to disable the pop-ups, which is fine. The problem with that, which of course I'm going to do because they're annoying, is you disable that, and you just get so little feedback about anything, and you get icons all over the place that are like this business can't find customers, even though they're making a massive profit, and there are thousands of people nearby. And yeah, yeah, this is one of the holes in the simulation that otherwise seems to work pretty well, which is, mm. I think Lynn had the same experience. Yeah, uh, Businesses don't seem to be able to close. They don't seem to be able to go out right. of business, yeah. Um, yeah. except in the most absolutely disastrous scenarios. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I'll have if, my if, your, if your business like- needs, if your city needs something like gas stations, for example, or beverage <laughs> sales places, yeah. and you zone commercial, they'll build like 12 gas stations in a one block mm. radius. Yes. Which I know, America Simulator, but yeah. also, like you just 
you see there that happen. Many people buying gas. They're not they right all there. have not enough customers. They're not right there. And so like, none of them will go out of business. Yeah. They'll, they'll just sit there not having enough customers. And There's I'm like, is this just a realistic capitalism simulator where they're just, <laughs> they can stay in business? Everything's fine. They're just going to complain they're not making enough you, money no matter what. Automatically bailing them out and you just can't stop it. <laughs> So I, I found this that like a, a known bug that will be fixed soon. Okay, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I've just been, been, achieving, yeah. I, as I've soon also, as that little not enough customers thing pops up, I just demolish the whole building. Yeah, <laughs> I've also found that putting in like a light rail or a subway can help with that because there's like people in another another neighborhood where they only have electronic stores, so they'll come over here to buy beverages, mm. and then the people in the in neighborhood A will get on the subway to go to the only electronic stores neighborhood to buy electronics i am not getting on the subway to buy a coke i'm moving (laughs) but you'll get an american will get in the car like drive 20 miles just to see Uh, their name yeah goddamn right i will (laughs) i won't even go to the next room to talk to my housemate there's an interesting new mechanic in there because of some ideology which is uh the rent Rent uh-huh. is a new thing. Uh-huh. Um, so the idea being that okay, if 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 these if the people have money, they will invest it into improvements in their buildings. But if they don't, they might not have money because the rent is too high, which implies mm. everyone rents, but they still put money into the building because I guess the landlord does it. The simulation here implies the landlord is entirely parasitic. And does nothing. Well, that's, <laughs> and doesn't live in your city. Oh, that's accurate. That's actually, yeah, that, that, that plus one for the city skylines team on that one. Well, uh, that's, that touches on something we talked about. Actually, I'm going to tell you one thing we talked about before. You know, I'll get back to that because that's a whole separate thing. But you've reminded me of something that I think was a big disappointment. And I'll lead into it. So if. A, if enough people leave their residential building, it will become abandoned and it won't get maintained and then it will collapse, which yes. is annoying. You can't do anything about it apart from try and get people back in. But you can't, like, say, you know, pass a bylaw that says, hey, uh, landlords, if you don't maintain your property, property, I will personally kick you in the tits. And <laughs> you can't do that. And to be honest, policy-wise, although you can divide which is very cool. I think it's from the first game. You can draw little districts and have little policies by district and you can have citywide policies. There are like four policies and they do nothing. There's just almost no yeah. policy making yeah. whatsoever. Really, and Which is really, it feels so strange because the simulation is so much more robust. Yeah, absolutely. But you can't fewer, do fewer, anything with that. Yeah, there are fewer policies than there were in Skylines 1 at launch. And it feels like none of them are really substantial. I have not really seen any substantial change or any, none of them even feel kind of like, and I, I mean, I'm very guilty of trying to change its fundamental ideology, which isn't really fair, but it doesn't even feel like you get any big decisions. There's like one of the, there are like five citywide policies and one of them is like an early release program for prisoners, which is like, well, that seems quite niche compared to like, I don't know, the, like pollution controls and... Yeah. There is know. one policy that very definitely does do something, and that's um, charging a fee for street parking, because you, yes. oh, yeah. you can 50, charge up to 50 bucks. 50 Not, bucks citywide. I yeah. fund yes. so much of my government. <laughs> related, <laughs> I have no... I, and even before I was trying to do a car-free city, I did not build car parks. 
And I put all of those up, 50 pounds, everything, all the buses, all the public transport free, everything I could charge for, for, for cars, absolutely charge, no parking, you can all eat shit. Everywhere you want to park, <laughs> 50 quid a day, taxis are 50 quid. You want to get on the public transport, or you can just get out of town, bitch. That's basically it. And there were still fucking cars everywhere. And they were like every single street. And it's quite funny when I did do a car free city, I accidentally left like a, um, like a stretch of regular road just connected to the highway, like five meters of road. And immediately someone parked their car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a really great yeah. uh, rich person simulator thing in here where once a citizen is wealthy enough, a lot of the things that cost money, like, you know, incredibly expensive street parking, become a, a sort of suggestion rather than like prohibitive. <laughs> yeah. They will decide to do it anyways because yeah. they have so much excess. And you need to well, tax the, them. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to bring up in relation to landlords, which I find we're getting into some like deep nitpicks here, but I do find this very amusing. Let me take you into the world of City Skylines too, because in the world of City Skylines 2, like Justin said, everybody pays rent. And yes. what happens to this money some of it goes to the city government as taxes, I'm assuming. Uh, the remainder of it goes into basically what is space, like, like a citizen wealth fund where you are given an increasing share of this rent money based on your level of educational attainment. So, you know, people who are highly educated are getting more of this money, I suppose, to simulate. It's a really weird way of doing a socioeconomic simulation because yeah, while there is I a correlation it's... between education and income, it's like, okay, yeah, well, I, I have a doctorate. So when everybody pays rent into this like sovereign wealth fund, my dividend from that is going to be higher than the, you know, the, the guy right out of high school who's just getting his first job. So there's there's nobody whose job is landlord. There's nobody who's actually just sitting around collecting rent. Can I interrupt real quick? And getting there, rich off of it. Is there not a correlation between how much money they make and employment? Uh, could you rephrase that question? Like, don't they have to have jobs to get the money? Yeah, there are different kind of levels of jobs, and I've not seen this is a related problem you might maybe i'll tangent back to that but it's really hard to analyze a lot of information like if you want to know how many uh, college graduates do i have who aren't working in a high education requiring job yeah. right there's no way to find that apart from just picking random people and following them around which i do in my spare time for just for a laugh but yeah. as a mayor i'm quite busy you know and it yeah. they can take any job and it will increase the efficiency of the building. Like mm. if you have five PhDs working at a Denny's, that Denny's will actually be able to serve more customers. <laughs> but then, Which is the opposite of how that would be in real life. <laughs> Which, But because of the way this is set up, you can also only tax residents based on their education level. Yeah, it seems you can't like, ta tax yeah. on zoning type. You can't make a district with different taxes. You can't feels, tax based on wealth. It's only based on education. Yeah, yeah the feels ability like to do taxes by district is really weird and frustrating. Yeah. yeah. It feels like they try to kind of say, well, how will we do tax? Let's just say there's a one-one correlation between education and income level. But as John pointed out, well, that that's not actually true because if there aren't jobs, then you if there aren't, I mean, you might have to take a job that's below your education level. 
you know, which is unheard of in reality. But in City Skylines, it's like they, they, they seem happy enough to do it, but are they then getting taxed above? They must be getting taxed at a higher rate if they've got that maximum education, but they're doing a mid-level job. And does that contribute to... I mean, that probably does contribute to some of those weird issues where someone can't pay the rent, even though you seem like they should be able to. And But a lot of the problem, I think, comes back to... I mean, apart from the whole wealth... Tax by wealth thing is very odd, but also I think the bigger problem is that just that information is just really hard to get to. There's not much analysis possible of any information. You just kind of get, if, you know, the city is on fire, hopefully you'll get hit someone on chirp saying, oh, I can't believe I'm on fire again, dick. But <laughs> beyond that, you just, you don't get a lot. And then on, on the flip side, you get every business constantly screaming that they can't get enough staff and everyone yelling about the, the, the noise pollution. You just, the information levels are kind of all very all over the place at the moment. And it feels like you've got very limited tools aside from just build more shit, which granted it's a building game, but it feels like you should, you should have more screens and ways to kind of inform what you need to build rather than just what do you feel like building? Well, um, just to go back for a second to the uh, taxing by education mm. level as a correlation for wealth, that's actually a very old piece of ideology from one of the first computer simulations of um, of uh, cities that was Urban Dynamics, which was uh, a book and a simulation by J.W. Forrester, which heavily inspired the first SimCity, the idea being that as people get more educated, they get higher paying jobs and they do less crime, mm. uh, right? So this is sort of something that's been a foundational text for the city simulator mm. uh, uh, for since, you know, the 1980s. Um, the book was written in the 1960s. Uh, so uh, th this has been sort of, you know, one, one of the foundational texts and one of the one of the pieces of ideology in there, uh, which, uh, you know, no one's no one's been able to divorce themselves from. And of course, we know mm. that in real life education doesn't necessarily correlate with uh with uh employment you know there's plenty of uh, people with master's degrees working at starbucks um and you can have a complete idiot be the richest man in the world <laughs> but uh you know it's uh it is um this this is sort of just education correlating with income is uh a very fundamental and very old piece of ideology that sort of drives these things mm -hmm. It's all this ideology in my video games these days. <laughs> That's really what's what's what the the, mm. the problem is. No, um, I was gonna say we should try to get our our friend Doctor Brett Devereaux on here to talk about <laughs> how how having PhDs makes you rich. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, certainly certainly not in the history space. But uh, yeah, it's. I do want to like also cover some of the things I think Skylines 2 does really well. Um, mm -hmm. I I do like the way that they have made it more of like a reset source. Um, it's like a it's more of a production chain simulator. Skylines 1 mm -hmm. kind of tried to do this a little bit with the industry expansion, um, which Justin, I believe you described it as it was like role playing as a like a. It urban planner in the people's republic of china <laughs> it's the state it's, it's it's i call it this i call it the state capitalism simulator yeah yeah uh, 
So like you'll you'll go into these menus. And again, as Sin was saying, I, I would like to see this information on a more granular level if I could pull up some kind of mm. a spreadsheet or something. But you'll see like, OK, we're importing a lot of grain. So I need to go look and see where the magic grain resource under the mm-hmm. map is. I kind of wish that that was not a thing. I kind of wish you could yes. just build, build farms wherever. Um, so I'm going to make a little farming town. And I'm going to put in a freight rail station, and then that's going to ship stuff to my industrial district, mm-hmm. and they're going to turn it into high fructose corn syrup and sell it to everyone and make everybody in the city uh, really unhealthy. And, uh, you know, the the fact that it has these kind of more complex production chains that lead to vertical integration and a more profitable economy, I found that mm-hmm. stuff really fun to play with. I think that might be my favorite new addition i that and the fact that the, every map has dynamic seasons now is pretty cool yeah I, I enjoyed that a lot and down to you know you can not just see little trucks driving around but you can see what they're carrying and where to and that's all persistent and i do think at some point it becomes a black box and i've noticed in particular train cargo stations they'd love they love importing with trains they hate exporting with trains people yeah, drive across really weird. the whole city to get four tons of grain out of the city, but they will import 400 cans of beer. Sorry, it's 400 tons of cans of beer. And it's just, it's very, but then, you know, that kind of thing can be tweaked up. But, you know, I agree that seeing that all get simulated is really fun. And that's something I wanted to see, have more influence over and see, be able to understand more closely. And I'm, But then I'm, that's risking me coming, trying to, criticize it for not being like high-rise city or workers and resources which is extremely <laughs> logistics focused yes and it's it's not fair necessarily to sort of say oh it, it has to do more of that because it's it's a different kind of game it's not really a logistical game as such it's more you know it's more of a classical sim city building and traffic managing game but i do feel like they've taken a step in that direction and it's really good but it's it's kind of it's like actually for look it just I wanted a little bit more out of that because that was that is a really good new thing that I've added, and I'd like to see them develop it further. So you mentioned workers and resources. So <laughs> right, yeah. have, you, have you heard yeah. of this game? Uh, yeah, I uh, wish I'd open the window and I'll just dive out of it. <laughs> well, I mean, John, you've played probably more than all of us combined in workers and resources too many hours i'm yeah. curious how you would compare and contrast these two approaches to that they are really different games but they are both yeah, about oh they're so different building a modern ish kind of city and and i'm just curious what what you see as the uh the the big the big divergence points there i think that I th- the key one of the keys with skylines is that people will do things without you mm. right and that's sort of the the fundamental divergence point which is like nothing absolutely nothing happens in workers and resources unless you tell them to do it mm. other than them trying to escape to the west because they're freezing so, so, to death in the winter so capitalism yeah. is when people have free will and the more free will they have the more capitalist it is is mm. what you're saying that's what I'm saying, yeah. That's- again, again, what they would do with their free will is they'll all buy cars and they'll clog the streets and they'll all die of f- f- traffic accidents. And they will, yes. Pollution. Yeah. And they'll ignore your glorious buses because, you know, they're free. Ugh, that's for poor yeah. people. That's true. Yeah, Even if they're electric buses, which you have the- to manually change line by line. 
Yep. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the bus lines. Jesus, don't get me started. The, 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 whatchamacallit, the uh, state capitalism aspect makes a lot more sense in workers and resources yeah, than it yeah. does in, uh, than it does in city skylines. Um, yeah. In the, in workers and resources, you feel like you're building infrastructure for your own use. You're building dedicated yeah. pieces of infrastructure to support decisions you've made. Yeah. Whereas in city skylines, uh, too, you are, placing infrastructure to support the theoretical needs of the people around you right you are yes. you're putting in a cargo train station because you know there's lots of raw resources being made in this area and you're going to hope that it is good for them to use it mm-hmm. right you're you're facilitating the growth of private industry right um mm-hmm. you know <laughs> whereas in workers and resources you would build the train station you would build the mine you'd build the factory that processes the resources from the mine and then you would have build to build the train it. yeah you'd and then you'd have the to houses why the, the truck or, live in. <laughs> then you'd have build to build all the rails you'd have, yeah you'd yeah. have to explicitly tell the truck here's your route you go here and you pick up and you do the bit and right and it takes yep. so much more to get going but when, well yeah it's it's a very different way of designing a game but and I think your relationship to the citizens is different but yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's right there in the name is that like workers working people human beings are a resource in workers mm-hmm. and resources mm-hmm. they are a thing that you need to move from point a to point b and make sure that it has gas in the tank and works whereas in in city skylines the people have stuff that they want to do and they will go do it right like they'll mm-hmm. go do yoga in the park yes or they will go uh on a walk with their dog or they will choose to get a new job across town or something like that. That that sort of thing happens. Or they will do a crime. Uh, or they will be crimes crimes Jim who does all the crimes in town. Yes. <laughs> plenty of free time. Hashtag happy life. They do um, actually like that, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. I never they, figured out how you can do that. There's there's so short much... commute times, I've noticed. Yeah. If they have yeah. to if they have to spend a really long time driving, the people who don't like everyone I've ever looked on who has who's commenting about having lots of free time mm. either lives really close to where their job is yeah. or has a very short commute on public transit or something and like you, that to their job. Commuting, have you noticed? And I never noticed if this was true in the original, but if you build a train station, if you build it, they will come. People come from other cities to your city. You get incoming commuters. And you do, yeah. My, my, my people go out of town to go to college and stuff, even though I had a college, which that's actually a really nice detail. I've uh, I've noticed that the um you know sometimes you get really weird stuff coming in on planes. Uh, I, I've gotten a I I've been in a situation in my big city with like two hundred forty thousand people in it, um where the planes are coming in with almost a one to one ratio people to dogs. Um, <laughs> I think I saw that screenshot. Yeah. Are they yes, moving? Are they moving into the city? They are does moving into the city. Yeah. Yes. So does they're taking mean, their dogs with them. Inside the yeah. plane, there's an aisle of people and an aisle of dogs. An aisle of dogs. <laughs> or is it like there's a section of oh, the front yeah, there, for there's, the dogs? There's an aisle of man and aisle of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which oh, I don't. Dear. I don't have a problem with all the dogs, except that the devs have specifically said they do not increase well-being. Which might be the most unrealistic thing in the entirety of City Skylines, too. I think one of the devs um, has an ideological opposition to dogs as a concept, <laughs> uh, as as evidenced by the pet ban policy in the first uh, game. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd, I I would I would say that uh, the dogs carry an 
a disproportionate weight of my mental health on a yeah, day-to-day it's just, basis. It's pretty yeah. unfortunate that there's there's a lot less just general eco-fascism here in the second city skyline. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was in the first one. You can't ban pets. Uh, like I mean, you can ban gas-burning vehicles. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you can, except you can only burn. You can only do it. Well, if you do it by district, yeah. So, oh, in this district, no gas burning vehicles, except right. there's an exemption if you live or work in that area. So, right. In other words, there's no fucking exemption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think the traffic simulation is a lot better than Skylines mm. 1. That's oh, it's so much yeah. better. It's they're so, so much better. They're so, so like, adaptive as well. Because um, I, I, I had a big snarl going into my downtown off of the highway, <laughs> basically, um, that was like backed up for like half a mile and all i did is i drew a district around downtown and i clicked the heavy traffic ban policy and it fixed everything immediately it didn't create another mm. snag somewhere else it just fixed it it's like no they no, no 18 wheelers through downtown that's yeah, it that's the, all I had you're to not do. allowed to route your logging trucks past <laughs> yeah. the high rises very yeah. effective yeah. policy that's good yeah because yes, um, your industry you there's too much uh, chance of a sort of final destination situation. If you do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just you don't want yeah. it. Well, through experimenting, I did. Um, <clears throat> I did find out that. Um, well, okay. One of the experiments was part of the car free thing. Was okay. I, I, a series of um, what's the best way to put it? Um, measures to dissuade people from using their cars, such as okay. So the public transport route is a straight road. The road, the, the the car road, is uh, twenty three kilometers of uh, looping tunnels and corkscrews <laughs> <laughs> and, and yep. spending billions of dollars just to say fuck you to people who drive just, a car, just okay. to test how far they're willing to go. Yeah. Now, one thing, I, but they are actually really good at if there is a path. If I'm mean, now granted, they, it's by road, so it's not like the whole map is open uh. to them. But they do instantly path to someone. Like if you, as long as there is a path, they will find it very very quickly. So if you're You've got a highway coming in, everyone's driving into town. If you cut it off, pause the game, cut it off, and then you build a 20-kilometer uh, looping bridge to the sea, they will turn around and they'll go all the way around. They will find it straight away. Now, I've tried to isolate them, and they just despawn because they're cowards. But um, <laughs> just imagining pedestrians... like, <laughs> like one of those signs out in the American Southwest that says, like, no services, 25 miles, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like right in front of you. <laughs> what I like as well, the idea that, you know, not only are there, you know, is it much longer, but you, if you look out of your window, you can see people in the buses down below just shooting straight by. But I've also found out by accident while, um, uh, you know what, that's a whole other thing. That'll take too long. Basically, if a pedestrian, if you try to do the same with the pedestrians, if they're walking all the way to town to get, they're just moving in. I had a guy who was moving in. He came in on a train. He was moving, walking across town to move into his uh, new house. And for reasons, I extended the bridge. He needed to go across by several hundred kilometers. He didn't walk all the way there. What he did was he walked all the way back to the train station, left town, and came back in a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. that's actually really I – was, I was annoyed with him, but I was actually quite impressed that that he had the – he made that calculation. Okay, it's quicker to to get the cab, and he actually walked. And I was like, okay, that is wild. And <laughs> I think that reflects that actually, yeah, some of that that traffic stuff is really quite robust. Yeah, I've also noticed one thing is there seems to be less traffic. Like if you have a big mm. industrial zone, it's not just 
constantly pumping out trucks anymore. Um, you don't have service vehicles clocking up the roads anymore, uh, mm. especially not garbage trucks in my uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm no police um, cause. <laughs> yeah, I've seen garbage <laughs> trucks driving around doing stuff, but I don't yeah. know what it is they're doing. They do gather There's... garbage. I've seen it. I've seen it creep up as they go past flats. I mean, I know they're it exists. Just, they're, they're just driving around for the fun of it because you get to hang on the outside of the truck. That's fun. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're well, like maybe they're like train spotters they're not actually collecting the garbage they're just counting it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's interesting like it's, like... they're Charlie and Frank out of it's always sunny in Philadelphia they're just like finding all the cool stuff like, oh wow the cool jacket well yeah so it's interesting because like there was there was the uh, the realistic population mod for Skylines 1 which I would consider to be like one of the 10 essential mods for Skylines 1 because Vanilla Skylines one was just completely ridiculous in terms of how many people could live in a building or could work at a place. Uh, so Skylines 2, I wouldn't say it's quite on the same level as the realistic population mod, but it's much more realistic than Skylines 1, which would make you think there would be more congestion. But they've also done things like uh, you don't just have like delivery trucks that are just like constantly shipping grain out of an agricultural industry zone, which was like a huge deal. You would just have like these small rural farm areas and you would just have delivery trucks showing up to fill it up with corn like every five minutes. Yeah. Um, and so it would just be like this super busy road. Yeah, I think as part of their deeper economy decision yeah. making, they have made it so that slightly more realistic amounts of stuff right. can be carried on a truck. And or it's true to somewhere, right? Like a a store will get a delivery once a week. It's true with transit too, because like Skylines One, like a, a like a you couldn't really do proper like rapid bus transit because a bus could hold like sixteen people, mm. and now it's like every transit vehicle can actually hold a fairly realistic like, number hold of a people. Good amount of folks. Yeah, I wonder what the <laughs> new age. I, wonder I what built a fucking tram, is, and I was though. like, "Jesus Christ!" Two thousand people, <laughs> they, but they, they, they fucking they're massive. They're fucking gigantic. I was picturing like Manchester trams, you know, like just a little. <laughs> but no, they're like this. They're no, like they're like crazy. Seattle trams. They're like yeah, huge. And they block up the road. There. There's just like, and this, this is just overkill. But they're fucking massive. Awesome. Like, I hate them. In 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 the old city of skylines, right? You were limited to, even with the realistic population mod, it was only sixty five thousand agents or so. So. That was the amount of people or vehicles that could be on the map at any given time. I wonder what it is for the new one. I assume bigger. Um, it's got to be hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah you'd figure they probably stepped up at least another power or two. I have but, had, uh, you get if you get train immigration, you can get swarms of hundreds of people just, you know, walking through the streets. It's really cool. Hundreds, hundreds of people and dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, that, that kind of brings us around to performance. Um <laughs> I'm curious, because uh, this has been a big thing, you know, they, they <laughs> Colossal Order put out a, uh, a dev diary right before launch saying... It's perhaps one of the first times I've ever seen this happen in we're not gonna over get the a decade of writing That was so surreal. Well, you're mid-review, you get multiple emails. Because I wasn't having performance issues, but then it's like, they, they made this public? Or it was made yeah. public? Uh, it's... I, I feel it's, like it attempted damage control that might have been counterproductive, like... Yeah, well, and like some people are having more issues than others. I think AMD cards were generally having more issues than mm -hmm. NVIDIA. Which is surreal uh, because I have an AMD card and an uh -huh. AMD processor, and I've seen 
almost no performance issues after cutting down a couple of the yeah, yeah, key same. metrics right. that they were like, this is a problem. I was like, okay, I'll just turn that off. So I'm very- and yet it's surreal because my AMD card is performs terribly on every other game. So. I'm curious, to know, <laughs> Ju- Justin, you said you have a city of like 240,000 people, yeah. which I think is way bigger than my, the rest of us. My game surprisingly runs fine. I mean, I, I have a pretty okay. big beefy machine. I haven't had to turn any settings down. There are some theories out there as to exactly what's causing this performance issues. I know they're going to release a series of patches to address this. One Just thing one someone, came out today, even as one we're thing, recording this. One th- yeah, yeah, one thing someone noticed on Reddit, which is interesting, is that the all the people models, little bit too much detail. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. the, the 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 teeth are modeled, and there's yeah. no there's no level of detail meshes. So if you're, you know. 500 feet away that's still being rendered um so that that that's uh that's sort of you know there's some theories as to exactly what it is i I think uh, i think also colossal order mentioned that that's probably not actually the issue although you know i would like to see some some more uh some more measured use of polygons if you're gonna you're gonna model uh you know individual teeth on a person but uh the buildings look like they came out of a nintendo 64 game um (laughs) i yeah i didn't have that much issue with the building models themselves but the the thing that really bugged me and i spent uh perhaps as some people have pointed out disproportionately long time in my review talking about is just the way that the lots interact with the terrain ends up looking horrendous unless you just level everything pancake Mm. flat. Um, You're going to have like garden sheds on stilts. You're going to be able to anytime a pedestrian path intersects a regular road, there's an end piece missing. So you can just see through the map into the ocean. Uh, I've seen like floating stacks of logs. I've seen like chairs that are like sitting at a 40 degree angle on somebody's laterally slanted driveway. This um, just sounds like a really cool town to yeah. live in, to be honest. It, I mean, you're, it drives you're, me you're, nuts. What you're yeah. describing is Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I live in Denver. It's not yeah. perfectly flat, yeah. <laughs> but like I preferred the way that the lots would auto level in Skylines one where like at least everything is facing in the right direction, even if it creates a big weird cliff like just turn it into a concrete retaining wall like it does yeah that was my problem is they have automatically generated retaining walls and stuff for roads and uh bridges and paths for all kinds of stuff just for some reason not for lots Mm. which can be flat i've noticed a lot of the time and they'll flatten out sometimes perfectly almost right like if you build, yeah. build some houses out by a river and mm-hmm. like suddenly like 70 tons of earth will appear yeah. beneath a lot <laughs> to become a perfectly flat lot. And you have but to like triple the length of your cargo cranes at the docks because it's always going to be like 55 meters above the, the sea level. Yeah, yeah that, that's odd. always uh, that's always a uh, a big thing is that the, the ports will always be prepared for climate change, let's say. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Well, and like, I feel like the the terrain on the maps kind of exacerbates this because they have that, uh, you know, they have that river estuary map with all the little islands at the end of the river, which they say is inspired by Shanghai. But if you look at like a topo map of Shanghai, 
they've clearly like they've they've clearly multiplied everything on the vertical axis by like three or four times, mm. I guess, to create a more awe inspiring vista. But also you wouldn't expect to find a city of like five million people <laughs> in that mm. location. It's just impractical to build urban infrastructure on. Mm. So oh, unless you're Pittsburgh <laughs> or Chongqing for that matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can do it. You can make like a birthday cake terrace city that looks pretty decent, but it's it's very laborious. It's, it's a nice strange. Implement some stair streets, you know. There yeah, that I I've, I uh, tried to build a pedestrian path last night, and it was like sloped too steep, and I was like, "Bitch!" Oh, those thick. <laughs> what? <laughs> it does give you a precise angle, but yeah. The one that gets me is when you, whenever you build like a public service down, you know, schools or, well, you're not going to build a garbage place because they don't do anything. But like um, the entrances are all really weirdly misaligned. Like there's a main, pretty much everything demands a road, even a fucking park wants a road connection. But then after you kind of try and line up with where the icon is and you build a road and you try and connect it, I mean, it's a bit, bit fussy getting that there with different high levels in particular, but let's say you do it. After you've done that, it will pop up lots of other little roads and pedestrian bits that you need to connect or it wants you to connect. And it's like, there's just, sometimes they're not actually necessary. You just get these annoying little icons, but also they don't align with like the actual paths coming off the places a lot of the time. It's it's just, yeah, that's where I noticed what Em was talking about. Like there's, there's just little fine details, with, which isn't a huge deal with houses and that because you don't really build the houses, you just plop them down. But when you're trying to build like a, a university, which is very ugly, incidentally, but it's just a massive building with so many different weird, ugly roads leading off it. It just was a bit clunky. Uh, there is, I think, a big issue uh, with the service buildings in general is that all the lots are too big and they're yeah. 90% formal gardens. Yeah. Um, oh god. There's, the there's a is like forty percent car parks as well. Like yeah. Yeah. There's like a That's surge just American, of formal yeah. gardens. Mm. Um. You know, it's like, and then you know, you build something like the university, and it's like, okay, I have upgrades here. I can build an extension to the capacity, and then it's like, well, what if you wanted to add another formal garden to it? You can do that. It's like mm-hmm. I, half the city is gardens at this point. I like I, the- I, I don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate as well that one of the add-ons to the, the, the I think it's the college, is a library. And like, what the hell kind of university doesn't have a library? Like, what? Why is yeah. that extension? Well, it, so here's the other thing: is like, so some buildings have extensions yes. yeah. that change the footprint, and some mm. of them don't. Which I'm yeah. like, that really confuses me. Like the <laughs> fact that I can't build a higher, a smaller high school, and then add extension wings onto that footprint i have to reserve that space as future high school extension wing space when i build the building i find very funny because that's how all major public buildings are planned in the part of the world that i'm from you're like they'll build like we're building the new high school on 20 acres and you'll be like what the fuck why are you doing that and they'll be like, really oh, pl- it's so that later it can be a 20,000 student school in the year 2137. You have to really plan ahead, and the game doesn't give you any tools to plan ahead. No. Um, and there's only one model for every public building, which, yeah, there's no scaling yeah. there at all. So. Uh, yeah, I think well, I the a lot of the is, early mods uh, are going to be like yeah, high school, uh, open parentheses, no parking lot. Yes, or like uh, high school, realistically sized, yeah. uh, or like well, one of Village the okay. So clinic. once you get a city as big as the one I have, the bane of your existence will be elementary schools. Oh gosh, yeah. number yeah. one, 
the lot is huge. Number two, the building is huge. It has like 25 foot high floors. Um, and so, and it has very low capacity. So once you get into like, you have a lot of high density buildings, half your land area is elementary schools. Mm. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's not great. It's not, it's not great. I don't, I do not like it. I think um, if I'm yeah. right, the, 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 the elementary schools, the, the extension wing doesn't extend them though, as in like the same footprint, which is nice, but it's also strange. So I assume they're like compressing the children somehow, like. Maybe there's a policy that every time they walk past the teacher, the teacher just presses down on their heads so and they don't grow. You should just be able to do it the U.S. education system and just decrease the uh, teacher-to-student ratio and just fit more people in Oh, there. it's already pretty low. <laughs> I don't know if you've clicked on an elementary or a high school, but there's like 16 employees is, and 1,500 yeah. students. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would assume that if if since the floor height is so big on these buildings, they must have like – double-decker classrooms like they got like three <laughs> tiers of desks it's, yeah. a, vertical, it's a horizontal school like they're kind of they, they, they've got there. big lecture halls like you would see in a in a university yeah i Maybe guess like a so yeah. network underground there's uh-huh. there's there's a lot of uh, again there's just the the art the graphics the buildings there's a lot of it that confuses and infuriates me yeah. um <laughs> The, yeah. one that, the one that really got me was the post-sorting facility because it's one floor. This is this is a structure that would only make sense in like rural or suburban America. It yeah. basically has to be off of a rural road by itself because mm. it's too big to fit it in anywhere that you've already done any amount of development. It's huge. Well, that's what it's yeah. intended. Not to burst your bubble. That is actually one of the only buildings I don't have a problem with in terms of uh, – scale because that's what yeah. it's intended to be it's supposed to, things are supposed to arrive from outside the city go into the post sorting and then get distributed to post offices okay from there so yeah. it is supposed to go with like the map edge the end I of do, nowhere i do want to give like i do want to give colossal order like some benefit of the doubt here that's like yeah okay if there's a limited amount of of like resources that we have to make assets for this new game yeah i feel like they've created a lot of growables between like row houses They've got North American and EU versions of everything. They've got the mixed commercial residential lots, which I love. Um, and so, yeah, they're like, OK, we got to make one high school and it's got to look good in like a majority of builds. That's fine. I assume there will be DLC and mods to fix it later. If I want my big urban like Shujin Academy persona ass Japanese high school. Um, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm assuming that will be covered so like that's like a minor annoyance to me. I can understand why that is how it is, as opposed to some of the stuff like the you know the lot leveling issues, which yeah. just feel like I don't think this should have shipped in a finished game. Right? Would it? But it would still be cool if the high school and the elementary school were in scale with every other building in the game. I, that's I true. Still, I I feel like the the way I feel about a lot of this game art is they gave they outsourced this to a team in Mongolia who all lived in yurts. <laughs> They all lived in yurts and they sort of described the concept of a building to them, even though they had never seen one before. And, and that's sort of what we got. Um, you know, it, not, none of the buildings look like buildings. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I did appreciate. Though, like, I, don't, I, I don't know about, the, see, I, don't, I appreciate the two, you know, the, the two kind of sets of buildings, American EU, and you can even have them on the same map if you divide them by district, which is nice. But I'm not convinced that I'm not sure where in Europe they're basing some of the houses on. 
Like they some some, some people have said it looks like Finland. I okay. sort of, but there's some that look like vaguely like they're from the Netherlands. Um, okay, what if the they American like a buildings, then, fair enough. You, you, you're sort of in, I, I think they, they, they are sort of limited and that they used such a broad set of themes. Mm. Um, you know, the, the sort of idea of, well, as an example, if you were playing SimCity 4 back in the day, they had four themes, which were, you know, Chicago, 1890. New York, 1930, I think, mm -hmm. Houston, 1990, and then Euro Contemporary. That's a much more specific set of things. So you can actually put together buildings that, you know, they're not especially generic, but, you know, they look good and work together as a, as yeah. a thing. Here you're like trying to cover this whole North America thing. And, you know, it, 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 what does that mean? What is a North American building? Mm. Um, you know, that's just too broad a category for you to come up with anything that makes sense. Same thing with like, okay, I'm trying to put buildings in the Netherlands and buildings in like Tuscany into the same category. I, I, I get a hodgepodge that is meaningless to everyone. I think this is the, sort of the fundamental problem here is they tried to please everyone. And they, mm -hmm. well, they certainly did not please me. I, I can't say they please <laughs> nobody, but I, mm -hmm. I am very frustrated with the with buildings that are available and the lack of an editor to fix the problem. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and we were we were very yeah. spoiled if you were like yeah. a city skylines one power gamer where you had all the DLCs and you had all the content creator packs. And like me, you went on and downloaded over 800 custom assets from the workshop and then only crashed, 800 and then it crashed your computer <laughs> and you bought another 16 gigabytes of RAM just to be able to load city skylines mods. Like just like the fact that in skylines one, I knew that if I wanted a small passenger train station with like two metro lines and a metro pass through line underneath it uh, that would, you know, sit on a certain lot size. Like I had downloaded that and knew where to find it. And but now it's like your option is a three platform train station. Yeah, and then you can put a subway station. across the street. Like that's uh, like I, I definitely <laughs> was was spoiled for options in Skylines when because of how good the modding community was and because of all the post-release content it got. But it'd uh, be yeah. very nice to have a crossing subway station. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, don't do subways. I just do underground buses. They're cool. <laughs> under I've never thought you, about underground you can't, buses. Disappointingly, you idea. can't get people to walk from, like you can't have a bus station underground. You can't yeah. have them walk in there, which, I mean, that's that's a weird thing to want, but I want it. But um, no, I, I have a network of underground buses because I just thought I don't want to build a subway station. I like the idea of them just, you know, zipping up and just joining the road. So you made the hyperloop. No, I made oh, it actually like a functioning bus service. That's the no, it's, it's essentially line. just it's a way to save. I mean, because they've one thing they've got, which is cool, um, is uh, one of several things they've got the bus or public transit only lanes, which are really handy for getting around traffic and for you can stake them underground, which yeah saves you some faffing about but one thing um i know is the citizens have got a very dwarf fortress approach to happiness which is so in my towns and uh, nearly all of my towns so far i've built no police stations because why would i and there's been um, a very very high risk of crime at like 90 percent, but typically only a handful of criminals and the result is um there's like a the minus 15 to everyone's happiness because there's the very high crime and people are constantly tweeting or 
fucking Xing or God fucking whatever. Sure. Um, about how they can't go out. Oh, they can't walk. They don't feel safe to walk down the street because, you know, there's one in 1,000 people with criminals and they only. But um, that 15, that, now that minus 15 to their happiness is cancelled out because they, you know, they, they might get stabbed every time they go out. <laughs> Man, the postal service here is so good. And <laughs> the electricity is free. And, yeah. you know, it's just like. I, it's worth it. You know, it balances out. That's plus 17 overall. And I've only got minus 15 from crime. So overall, I like this town. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If, if I'm at, if I'm at uh, the full like level five happiness, I just know that means I can raise taxes more. That's, mm. <laughs> that's what I take that as an indication of. Someone, uh, I've got to try now doing like yeah. a zero education city. Just everyone is low, <laughs> little, just no elementary schools or even just like, no, you, just 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 see what you can do like only have yeah just like completely uneducated people getting i suppose they will get no well they wouldn't be able to level up their houses i'm not sure how that works but i guess we're going to see some weird experiments and that's something i've really enjoyed and i'm going i think over time we're going to see people having really fun challenge playthroughs of it as all the oddities of the system get kind of dug out but i don't know it's all just a bit of a black box at the moment. So, Justin, would you recommend City Skylines 2? And who would you recommend it to if if you, in fact, would? Um, I would recommend City Skylines 2 just because I think, okay, th- this is going to be the next city builder. It's this one, mm. unless someone comes out of the blue with something else. Um, it looks like once the bugs are worked out, it's going to be fine. Once the mods come out, it's going to be fine. I, if you want to delay your purchase, I would understand that. That makes a lot of sense to do at this point. It is very expensive for what you get right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're, if, if you're like a, a casual user who, you know, downloaded the DLCs and stuff or had some DLCs or but had some mods but wasn't really attached to it, uh, you're probably still going to enjoy this. I would say if you're, you know, a power user, um, you know, you're going to be in the wilderness for a while until everyone gets their shit together, gets the editor out and gets, (laughs) you know, the the mods together and gets this thing usable. Um, (laughs) We're we're just roughing it out in the woods with our vanilla City Skylines 2 cooking over an alcohol stove. Yes. We're wandering, yeah. wandering in the desert like Moses. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, what about you? Would you recommend Skylines too? Oh, not on uh, unfortunately, not unequivocally. <laughs> I think that um, it has tried really hard to do what it does well, but if you are really nitpicky about the specifics of your game you might not you know, jump in here <laughs> yet if you blend and i'm talking to you specifically you may want to avoid playing city skylines too but that that said like i've had a lot of fun with it i've played 30 some hours of it i can't say i'm not enjoying it um i like the simulation this is like if you want modern urban infrastructure game like this this is it like this is the one game you get to play this year or next year probably even so like go for it enjoy yourself but if you're still hung up 
like if you're more of a generalist game player and you're still hung up on the five other the f- amazing games that came out this year like just wait <laughs> just wait till next year because there's not even an editor yet i'm shocked that it launched without an editor yeah yeah, yeah. at least with yeah. this map editor as modding mm-hmm. and creation tools are like one of the core pillars were one yeah. of the core pillars of the first mm-hmm. game it launched with all that stuff um it's absolutely bizarre that that stuff is not there even yet just, and even just something like you know let people build a road network on and you know edit a map and then share that that seems yeah, yeah. yep absolutely yeah. just like the, Annoying, the yeah the baseline tools that i consider part of the genre a lot of them just aren't there yet um but others are revolutionary completely new and amazing things like there's never been a city simulator that was interested in having people own their own cars before now and having that be a real thing (laughs) there was never a city simulator that let you build uh dynamic on ramps and off ramps and change the kind of intersection between two roads based on the angle that you have them hit each other at right like that stuff is really cool here one thing I do really like that I can do is I I basically treat the starting freeway that starts on the map as a nuisance. And as yeah. I'm building out, I'm demolishing it in both directions and just replacing it with regular roads. Yeah, so, I, I do. I do that, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. Uh, Sin, would you recommend City Skylines 2? <sighs> Similar to John, actually. Um, no, but I think I probably feel differently in a year or two. I enjoyed it uh, more than I expected to, and I will probably still be playing it in order to kind of experiment and play around and do silly little challenges and stuff. But I don't think, I think it's adding a foundation that, you know, will become something really good and interesting. But at, at present, it doesn't really bring enough to the table, and it's like 40 quid. And if you want a cool little SimCity um, building game, Theotown is like six or seven quid and it's much less fiddly and it's much less buggy and it's much less substantial, but it'll keep you going for a while. And, you know, in six months, in a year, maybe a little longer, I think maybe then I'll be recommending it. But for now, generally, no. Yeah, I mean, my my overall advice would in general be to wait very similarly. I think City Skylines 1, if you compare where it was at launch to where it was when they released the final, you know, uh, patch for it earlier this year, I think is like, I would put it in like the S tier as far as like post launch support for a video game. Um, I think especially with, you know, if you factor in the modding community, it ended up being like one of my favorite games of the last 10 years, which Mm -hmm. is not how I felt about it at launch. Um, so I have every faith at this point that, you know, Colossal Order will, um, build this into something that will probably eventually surpass the original. Um, but right now, I mean, if city builders are your thing and you have a fairly powerful computer, yeah, give it a go. Yeah. But if you're on the fence at all, I'd say wait, wait a few more patches, maybe wait for the first DLC to come out. Yeah, and, if you have a high tolerance yeah. for like, oh, that doesn't really work quite right, or <laughs> yeah, I find this a little frustrating, it's just slightly unpolished stuff. Um, and uh, if you're like me and you didn't notice a lot of the major graphical issues because you mm. never zoom in, then you might yeah. enjoy it more. It definitely, <laughs> the fact that I tend to want to zoom in and like 
tour my neighborhoods has a lot to do with the impressions I had of this game. Yeah, if you play mostly be, zoomed yeah. out, you might not notice most of the things that bother me if you play mostly at like one, a medium zoom level. One thing I will say is I I mean just by habit I'd switch off a lot of fancy crap like blurring and stuff yeah. I always find annoying and but I play on medium everything and I I'm used to just just switching stuff off because I prefer stuff to run quickly and quietly over running looking looking super amazing. And I think I like John, I think if you're willing to do that or if you do that as a matter of course, you'll probably have a better chance of avoiding some of those performance issues than most. But I will say, even at that level, the skies look fantastic. Like from oh, yeah. you can look up from the ground as well to a certain extent. And they you get some really nice views, even if the ground looks a little bit um limited in detail the actual vistas can be really really nice you can get some lovely shots in there so. it, it does it does look very nice at night despite all of the buildings that pitch. look like prisons despite um. being pitch black as well yeah. and, the, and the the forest fires i can't even tell which parts of the forest fire are burned out and which are yet to catch fire but, mm-hmm. yeah 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 the disaster effects are actually worse than they were in skylines one it's, it's, it's very underwhelming and you can't treat it yourself, but yeah. anyway yeah right. uh yeah before we get out of here uh justin where else can people find you uh, i had one final comment oh, about go for the performance. it yeah. so one of the things a lot of people have been complaining about is this does require a pretty big beefy computer to run and i just want to you know think about some history here um you know when SimCity 3000 came out, it exploded everyone's computers. When SimCity 4 came out, it exploded everyone's computers. When City Skylines came out, once you added some mods, it exploded everyone's computers. <laughs> um, the only exception to this rule was the 2013 SimCity, where they scaled it back dramatically yeah. so that it would run on people's computers at the time. And, uh, well, look how far that game went. Well- and, um. <laughs> and yeah, all of my all of my longest played uh, cities, skylines, one cities. I eventually stopped playing them. the The main reason that I would stop playing a city that got that big is, as the dwarf fortress community would call it, frame <laughs> death. Yeah. Like, yeah. like That's eventually, crazy. like if you can make a city of three hundred thousand people in skylines two and it runs. That's an improvement because I could never get to that point in Skylines One without it destroying my frame rate. I don't, so I don't think there are three hundred. <laughs> I don't think there are three hundred thousand people in the world who deserve to live in one of my cities. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's 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 fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, uh, Justin, where else can people find you? I am on the Willers Your Problem podcast. It's a podcast about engineering disasters with slides. It's on YouTube. It's wherever fine podcasts are sold we have a patreon it costs two bucks a month you get a bonus episode uh i'm also on youtube as do not eat one do not eat oh one i forget which um and i'm probably going to put out a couple videos with city skylines too pretty soon uh i'm going to talk about the buildings in more detail (laughs) because i have lots of problems with the buildings you're going to talk about the buildings in detail because the buildings don't have detail buildings don't i'm all i'm saying is they put teeth in people's models the the models of the people have teeth but you're not going to put dentals on a cornice what's wrong with you (laughs) i i hope someone mods and just mods into it's into their game you know all of the people are just all teeth all the time i i truly think that they uh had a like i think they used a generative program of some kind Yes. Off the shelf they did. to make all they those did, people. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So they just they didn't tell the program not to give them teeth, I guess. L- little too much detail. I don't yeah. want to know about my citizens' teeth. In fact, the less <laughs> I know about teeth in general, teeth. the happier I am. <laughs> uh, Sin, where can people go for your work? Um, currently, I'm there semi-regularly writing at Rock Paper Shotgun. But otherwise, uh, my only plug is the usual. If you meet a Tory MP, please push them down the stairs. <laughs> uh, or if you can't we- find some stairs, like a a hill or a steep incline we got we got exactly two uh really annoyed comments about that on patreon (laughs) last time let's go for Uh, five (laughs) all right let's see we got to pump up those numbers i'm Um, escalating it it was just punched and now it's pushed them down the stairs so oh yeah well there you go you can can always just push them on the floor and roll them around a little bit uh john would you recommend workers and resources soviet republic <laughs> and also where can people find your other work? You can find me in Beautiful Republic. <laughs> it's a good uh, game. It's a really good game. I, uh, you might get even more angry comments about that uh, <laughs> Slavic accent. But yeah. Recently uh, I got good at man. that game and it was a terrible mistake. Oh, it's, it's, it's apocalyptic once oh, you know how to play it. Yeah. It's the it end is. of your life. Yeah. I'm yeah. Terrified. Yeah. Like, I need I'm to take the next month off. It. Yeah. It's uh, once you get over that hill, it's yeah, unparalleled, really. Just need to produce enough miles of iron piping to <laughs> build a new sewer network for the new extension on the city. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you can find I review video games for sites like PC Gamer and IGN, and you can find me at John Bolds on places like Zitter and Blue Ski <laughs> and whatever else exists. I, yeah. I just I don't know. I wouldn't recommend any of them at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, I also write reviews for sites like IGN and PC Gamer. Um, I'm just Len on Blue Sky. Um, I got in through the Denver Front Range Tech Bro community early enough to get a three letter username. So that's, I'm never moving to any other, uh, Twitter clone ever again. Um, that's, this is the one I'm sticking to. Um, yeah. Three Moves Ahead is hosted on the Idle Thumbs Network. Head over, head over to idlethumbs.net slash 3MA. I usually say we have forums there, but I don't think anyone has posted on the forums in over six months. So uh, if you really want to get in on the exciting discussions that are happening in the uh, Three Moves Ahead community, uh, you can get access to our Discord server through our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 3MA, where we also do bonus episodes and we have a uh, weekly multiplayer community that is spinning back up probably next month for the uh age of empires 4 dlc expansion release um we're 3ma on twitter we're also 3ma.bluesky.social all the usual stuff i think that is going to do it for this week though um so yeah for justin for sin and for john this is len saying good night good night everyone <laughs> Good night, Chicago. <laughs>